0: Hi, everybody. Today on the 5-Minute Shift for Moms, I have a very special guest. Her name is Janelle Bruno. She is a friend and photographer, and I am so excited for her to share how to take the overwhelm out of taking photos of you and your family. I really hope that you enjoy today's episode. I am so excited for my guest today. It is Janelle Bruno. She is a lifestyle and family and wedding photographer. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about you
1: and what you do. Sure. So I am, like you said, I photograph weddings and lifestyle, meaning family portraits, um, newborn portraits, and branding stuff for people that own small businesses. And what lifestyle means is sort of in the natural habitat. So I'm not doing a ton of studio work for newborn sessions. I'm not going to pose your baby in a basket. The baby's going to be in your arms and it's going to be documenting true life in the way that life is. And sometimes that means with smiles and everybody looking straight at the camera. And sometimes it means laughter. And sometimes you might even have a child's crying and everyone else laughing around them. So, you know, whatever real life is it's what I'm trying to capture. And I live in Boston and I have two boys who are almost seven. We'll be seven on Thursday. We have a countdown. We've had it going for a couple months now <laughs> and an eight year old. And then we just had my daughter who is six months.
0: Oh my gosh. And she is so beautiful. I love your little family. It's so cute. And I love the natural aspect of what you do. Like you said, capturing real life, because I've experienced both ends myself of hiring different types of family photographers and the real life ones are always like, they just hit home more. I like love looking back at them. It's like, it feels so real. Yes. I think
1: my favorite photos aren't usually the ones where everyone's smiling. It's the ones where people are looking at each other and you see that connection that I think you don't see when you're taking the photos or when you're in real life, when someone else can kind of capture that. I feel like that's where the magic really happens.
0: Yes. Okay. So I'm so excited to have you here because I feel like this is called the five minute shift. And a lot of the moms who are listening are feeling overwhelmed and stressed about the mom life, things that are happening. And I know that one area is when someone hires that family photographer to come and take photos, all of a sudden she feels overwhelmed and stress about what is everybody going to wear? How is everybody going to behave? And it just gives her like more to focus on and think about and plan for. So I'd love to hear what you have to say about that tips and suggestions you have to decrease that overwhelm. So first, I think that it
1: is really hard to commit to taking family photos. So if you have hired a photographer, like you are already winning and you're already doing, giving the best gift to your family that you can, because it's, there's so often where I feel like people come to me or talk to me and be like, Oh, we We didn't do family photos when my kids were little, so it's too late. And my whole thought is that it is never too late for photos. We do them. I force my family to do them once a year just so I can remind myself what it's like to to be in the photo and the stress that comes with it. And it is a lot of work. It's way harder to be in the photos and worry about them than it is to take the photos. But you will never regret it. I was just looking at photos from, I think it was 2021. And I thought my boys were so old then. And I was like, ah, you know, they're not chubby little toddlers anymore. You know, we totally missed the boat. But seeing who they are today and looking back those two years, they've changed so much. And I'm just so grateful that I put all the work in to do it. But I think the biggest overall advice that I could give people is to make sure that you've hired a photographer that you know that you like and that you trust because you want to be able to give a lot of that burden to the photographer. You might have to do the work to to get everybody there and to get them dressed, but when you show up, you want to make sure that the person you hired can do the work. So they're going to be good with your kids, they're going to be somebody who you feel like your kids can warm up to. Um, so you can, you can get a lot of that information off of Instagram now. So I would really try to research your photographer on every Avenue to make sure that they are the right fit. And that's going to be such an important step. Obviously what you're going to wear is, can be super stressful. So my best advice to people is start with one person's outfit. And if I can encourage you to let you be that person, I think everybody else is going to fall into place. So many times, as moms or primary caretakers, we think about ourselves last, and we're often the ones who are least happy with what we're wearing.
0: Wait, I love that. I want to pause there because even I'm thinking back to the past couple of times that we've done family photos and we don't do it that often. My first thought is always, what are the kids going to wear? And then, you know, focusing on myself around them. But I absolutely, especially as a mom coach, love the idea of focus on you first. Yes.
1: And then build everybody around it. And I think you can think about what your family is going to be comfortable in. If your boys hate, I hear this all the time, boys hate being in khaki pants or used to wearing mesh shorts or, you know, whatever it is, maybe you're going to do a more casual shoot. Like, Uh, Some of my favorite shoots, actually, Stephanie, the one that I did for you guys, you showed up in jeans and t-shirts and they were nice jeans and like clean t-shirts, but it was not a super formal session. We went to a park, we were outside, the dog was running around. Like it does not have to be super dressy for the photos to be amazing. So if your family is more comfortable, casual, then start with that style. Once you found something that you're comfortable in, you can run it by your photographer and just ask them if they have suggestions. I always love helping people with direction on like what to wear, but I would just say some of the things that I do tend to say, maybe steer clear from is anything that's going to make you feel bulky. I think a lot of times as moms, we want to hide, we're going to put on like a turtleneck and a sweater and we want to like hide our bodies or maybe some of our imperfections that's going to tend to make you look bigger in a photo than something else. So don't be afraid to put yourself out
0: there a little bit too. You're not going to regret it, I should say. What I love about that one is the idea of if your kids don't love khakis, so they're not used to getting dressed up, don't force them to. And what I think about that too, it's like when you're looking back on the photos, you want it to be representative of you and your family. So I think a lot of moms may go and be, everyone has to be dressed. Everyone has to look nice. It really has to be this more formal thing. But what I'm hearing you say is that the best photos that you've seen are the ones that families have been the happiest with are the more casual ones.
1: Yeah, or the ones that feel like them.
0: Yeah, but so it's so funny you bring up our shoot from a few years ago because I remember our dog was like, we have like this crazy dog who has a ton of anxiety. He was like going crazy and like Benny was like, Melting down, and you were just so fabulous with it all. Like you were calm, cool and collected. So knowing, right? like having that photographer who is a like able to handle it and has experience, I think makes so much difference. Yes.
1: And by the time you you show up to your shoot, you've done the work already. You've gotten people dressed. you've gotten there, you've got everyone's hair done, hopefully. And so when you're actually at that shoot, I really want my clients to just enjoy the time. And having been in front of the camera with your family, it's not super enjoyable. It's still high stress, no matter how you, you slice it because it is just a lot of pressure, but I don't want people coming and feeling like they have to be, you know, super formal and stiff. I want you engaging with your kids. I want it to be 45 minutes or an hour or 15 minutes, if it's a mini session where you guys can be present with your family and really think like, wow, this is like, you know, the, the good old days, like we're living them right now and the photographer is going to capture that. So a lot of times people will show up and they'll get really frustrated right off the bat because their kids are not doing what they want them to do. So if you kind of just let go of that expectation I think it's super helpful, and if you've researched what your photographer, the pictures that they take by looking at their Instagram and looking at their website, you can trust that they're going to get you what you need.
0: I love that the point about like your kids' behavior during the shoot because I can totally relate to that. The like the way you expect them to be, you're putting in all this time and money, and you're like, just like I'll give you a pot, I'll give you anything for this, like. 40 minutes, just like be on your best behavior. And ultimately, like, it never goes that way. So in those situations, what do you recommend? Like the way I would think about it is for the mom to use that internal self-dialogue of like, this is what the photographer is here for. This is fine. Their behavior isn't going to be representative in these photos. They're going to get the moment. Like, what would you say to help a mom in that moment?
1: I think in that moment, you really just have to kind of trust who you're working with to get what you need. And I think you need to just ignore all of your friends, family photos that you want to try to replicate or a photographer in Utah that had photographed 12 kids and like, you know, <laughs> night down looking enchanted forest photos and realize like, you know, you don't know what went on behind the scenes for that photo. You don't know if the photographer had swapped stuff. You don't know, like maybe they were professional models. So I think you just kind of have to get rid of the expectation and know that the photographer is going to get you what you need. And it might look different than what you thought you needed. There's so many times myself where I think, oh, I'm a photographer. So I know, what this photo is going to look like of my family when we go into it. And inevitably, even if my kids behaved perfectly, the sunlight might be different or somebody might've been walking behind us. Or, you know, if you're in Boston, sometimes the streets are closed or it's garbage day or, you know, it's, you really have to just forget about the expectation and know that you're going to get something good, but you can prepare in some ways, I would say. So A couple of the things that are just really helpful is to make sure that your kids are fed before the photos. You don't want hungry children um, and you don't want tired children. So if you can work around nap time and being prepared, I think that's always helpful. If I'm doing mini sessions, which are back to back like 15 minute sessions that go really quick and I don't have a lot of time to warm up to the kids. I always tell families to come 15 minutes earlier to see the people ahead of you so the kids can understand like what's going to happen and, and they know what to expect. And I think prepping your kids really well, like saying, oh, we're going to go see Janelle. She's going to take our photos. This is what it's going to be like. You know, she's going to have a big camera in front of her because a lot of times kids are just used to cameras being on iPhones now. So Big black box can look scary to them. Um, so just like a couple little things like that are gonna help everything go smoother so you don't have to be quite as tense during the
0: photos. I love that. I love all of those suggestions. And I say to parents all the time, the idea of prepping, right? For anything, like going to the dentist, you're gonna go to the mall, like behave, expected behavior, just prepping them for what the camera's gonna look like, what the experience is gonna be like gives them like a blueprint And I've never thought about it in that sense of prepping them for the photo. So I love that suggestion.
1: Yes, because they have no clue what to expect unless they do it year after year after year.
0: And what I also love about what you're saying is like the idea that like mom can take pressure off her. It is not her responsibility for her kid's behavior. Like you as a photographer are taking on the responsibility of like, I got you, I'm going to get some great pictures.
1: Yes, I see it as my job to help with the behavior. It's great when parents can kind of step in if they have strategies that work. Uh, A lot of times I'll see like a parent that will kind of just take a child to the side, which I think is always helpful. And they get down on their level and kind of look them eye to eye and try to calm their nerves. And I'll try to do that too. When I first meet kids, kind of just like coming down to their level and saying like, hi, and who am I? And I have kids and all of those things help people feel comfortable. But really I see it as my job
0: to help manage the behavior. Awesome. I love all of these suggestions. And also what you said at the very beginning that this is something that a lot of families and moms probably put off just for the idea of like, I don't want to deal with the stress. It's too late or they're not going to be good. So even the idea of if you're doing it, if you're going to do it, like pat on the back and having done these myself a couple of times as my kids continue to get older, I look back and I'm so happy that I did too. So I love that. So the second thing I want to talk about is how can moms get more photo worthy moments at home? And I mentioned this to you before our call, like we went through my son's entire sixth birthday and I did not get one family photo. And we have these iPhones now. So we're like always documenting, they're always out. How do you suggest balancing between always taking photos of the kids and then like getting some of mom, what's it proof of mom?
1: (laughs) I, I, I joke about this too. Like the only photos that I have of myself on my phone are selfies that I've taken with my kids. It it's a challenge I think for everyone, but I think that if you really want to be in photos and proof of mom photos, I think you need to just speak up to the people that are around you, whether it's a husband or if there's a parent there, a grandparent or a neighbor just saying, "Can you please take some pictures?" if there's an event, saying, "Would you mind taking some photos and make sure that I in some of them, just so you have a way to of somebody else taking the photos. So it's not constant selfies. And I think the number one thing about making sure that you take photos is just knowing that the photos are for you and they're for your memories. And it doesn't have to be, not every photo is going to be Instagram worthy. Um, for every, you know, one, photo I might share on Instagram. I've taken a thousand photos behind the scenes and I'm picking the best one and, um, really kind of honing in on on that. So I think, you know, not comparing what's on your phone to what you see on social media is super important, but I I think you really want to be in the moment with a lot of it. Like you don't always want to be grabbing your phone or saying, wait, do that one more time. Or, you know, I think sometimes putting it on video and kind of getting like a stream of photos. And then you are able, especially with the iPhones to kind of pick a single frame and use that as a photo.
0: I love that idea. Wait, so two things. One, I think you're, you're speaking to like as moms or women in general, our idea of speaking up and asking, right? Like the embarrassment or the like, oh, I don't want to put someone else out. I won't do it. So I think that I I love that because I think that could get in the way of of speaking up and asking for help or requesting that. And to the idea of, oh, I don't look good, right? Like my hair, my outfit, I look gross, right? Like something I think like I, you know, that thought in your mind, and sort of what you went back to earlier in the conversation, like 5, 10, 15 years from now, this isn't for Instagram, right? This isn't for the, you know, picture perfect worthy moment. It's just for for you.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And when you look at that picture or your kids look at that picture in 20 years from now, you're not going to see the imperfections that you, you do see today. And so I also think if you are asking somebody else to take photos of you. This is a challenge. I think when you, when they take the photo and hand you your phone back, it's really important to not start picking out your flaws. Like, Oh, I look horrible. Take it again. Or I don't do this. Like just kind of sit with it and say, okay, maybe you ask them to take a different one later. Because I think that if people will stop taking photos if you're constantly like, oh, I don't like that photo. I don't like this one. Um, then they're like, why am I going to take these photos if Janelle's never happy? So I think just saying thank you. Like, okay, thanks, you know, got it. And no, down the line, you're going to love that photo.
0: Yeah, I even think about, I look back to photos when I first had Benny and he was a couple months old. And I look back now and I was like, wow, I looked good. Like, yes. And the moment I did, but I look great, right? <laughs> it's like looking back to high school. But I mean, like, right, there was something, but like, even like, wow, like, I looked good. Yes. And you didn't, I'm sure you didn't feel it in the moment, but now I looked great. Yes. Yes. So I love that. And one of the things that I do that is actually from you is I use some presets. Yeah. So can you talk to us a little bit about what they, what presets are, how you use them, what they do?
1: So presets are just a way to kind of enhance your photos. So it's kind of like, Picking a filter for your photos, except the opposite way. So with a filter, you would pick the filter first and then take the photo and it would kind of change how your photo looks. With the presets, you're going to take existing photos that you've already taken and you pull them into a free app, which is called Lightroom Mobile. And then you can add these presets. So mine are named after Donuts. One example is there's a preset that's called the Boston cream. So you pull your picture in and it takes like two taps to add this Boston cream preset, which is going to make your photos pop. So it's actually the same kind of formula as what I edit photos with on my desktop, but you can do it right on your mobile. So like I said, the photos that I share on Instagram almost always have this preset on it. So I've taken a hundred photos. I've picked the one that I'm going to share on social media. I put the preset on it and then I post it that way. So that's why a lot of people that you probably follow whose photos you're like, wow, every photo they take looks so good. I'm 95% sure that they're putting presets on those photos as well. And it also makes your, if you're worried about your social media, it will make your feed look more uniform. So things will be more consistent across the board. And so it just is like another way to really make a regular photo look a little bit more special.
0: Cool. So one thing that I ask, all of my guests at the end. This is called like the five minute shift for moms. If you were to offer a mom one quick actionable tip that she could take today after listening to this in in regards to her photos, what would that be? So
1: there's so many things that I want to say to people, but I think the number one thing that's really important is to just take the photos you're going to feel like, Oh, I look too tired. I look too, I haven't lost all the baby weight. I I have roots in my hair. Like I don't want to be in this photo, but you will never regret the photos that you take. The only thing you're going to regret is not taking enough, not being in them and caring too much about things that don't matter. Cause at the end of the day, it's really the memories you make with the people that you're with.
0: I love that. That is such a great takeaway. So if people want to get in touch with you, learn more about you, how can they do that? The best way is Instagram.
1: Um, you can follow me at Janelle Carmela Photography. And you'll see right now a lot of pictures of my kids and my babies on there as I'm transitioning back from maternity leave. But I try to update that with my most recent work and also my website at
0: JanelleCarmella.com. Awesome. And I love following Janelle on Instagram. She's so real and just shares what's really going on in her life. So it's like a breath of fresh air Following oh, you, you, being part of you. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This was so fun. Thanks for having me. This was a blast. So if you want to take this all a step further and gain insights that are specific to you and your family, that's exactly what I do with my one-on-one mom coaching clients. You can sign up for a complimentary consult call to learn how coaching can help you and your family. Go to stephaniercoaching.com slash consult to sign up.